Welcome to the MMA Fight Picks Podcast with your host, Aaron Weinbaum. Hey kids, welcome to the MMA Fight Picks Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Weinbaum. I hit the live button a little too soon. I was messing around with the video intro, but what the hell, we're live Let's, uh, let's do it. If you're on the Periscope, feel free to jump in. If you're on YouTube, jump in, subscribe. And if you're listening to the audio replay, subscribe there as well and leave me a nice review. I'm not picking the fights for 246, which is 12 days away, man. I'm going through some UFC withdrawal. And uh, I'm not going to be one of those uh, guys that are going to do year-end rewards, uh, reward, awards. I can't talk because I, I think that's been done to death. So I'm just going to say... Uh, 2019, George A. Masvidal wins everything. Boom. That's it. All right. So what we're going to do is we're just going to talk a little bit into the lead up here of Cowboy Cerrone, Donald Cerrone, Dad Cerrone versus Connor is everybody's daddy, I guess, McGregor. Um, This is very interesting. And what I'm going to do with hopefully your help is... uh, I'm going to go back and, and look at some of these fights together. Hey, Sir Vanderbilt says he can't wait for Embedded to start. It's that bad. That's right, man. If you are counting down when Embedded's going to start, you know you are jonesing for some UFC. I can't tell how many live viewers I have today. I'm not really sure why, but apparently they're on there. So feel free to keep on chiming in, people. I'm going to go back to some of their fights. Um... Oh, Gabriel said that Frankie got slept, like he said. You're right, and and I think I kind of, I, oh, I did pick against him. I didn't pick him to get slept like he did. Uh, two for two. Gabriel, two for two. Congratulations. You could retire right now and be 100% if you're two for two. I did that. I d- you know what? Before I get to these fights, I just want you all to know that I am the bottle-flipping champion. My kids flip those stupid bottles, like those half-filled Gatorade bottles, and they try to land them on their bottom. Did it one time. It landed in front of one of my kids, and I said, I will never ever flip another bottle again, I will retire 100%. Nobody else in the world can do that. So I got that going for me, which is nice. Yeah, Gabriel, that was sad. Uh, For those of you that have been bugging me about my streaming quality, I I figured something out. So you got about one more week to live with this, and then I got uh, kind of a 4K streaming thing coming in. Philip, I don't know what that means. Um, And I, I can't wait to do it. Uh... I kind of lost track. All right, we're going to go back to these fights here, and feel free to chime in if you remember. If you don't remember, we're going to go back to a time called 2016, all right? March 2016, and also February 2016. And why? Why are we going back that far? Because two very different uh, previews. Oh, thanks, man. Good sound. I, I know the sound's good. My streaming's a little, little buggy sometimes. Good job on the bottle, 100%. Thank you, Mike Scott. YouTube's working, finally. All right, uh, so here we go. The reason that 2015 is so significant, or 16, rather, is so significant, both, I'm not picking today, but you may be right, Gabriel, uh, both Donald Cerrone and Conor McGregor, drumroll please, made their debuts at welterweight. Believe it or not, you remember that time when Conor fought at welterweight for the very, very first time. 
You're on steroids. That's right. You're on steroids. You're all on steroids. All right. First up, thank you, Mike. Uh, we are going back to Donald's welterweight debut against Cowboy Alex Oliveira, who's got, I guess, a neighborhood full of kids that are all his. That's, a, that's amazing. Good for you, Cowboy. And he ran right through him. I remember that round one. I thought at the time I wasn't that impressed because it was two kind of lightweights moving up. Um, now they both have been, well, not really Donald Cerrone, but Alex has been at welterweight for quite some time now. Um, you know, and, and, and the name Cowboy is supposed to be on the line, so I don't know if Alex Oliveira honored that or not. Someone look that up for me if you, if you want. Oh, man, sorry, I had to take a drink there. Um, and so, yeah, boom, blazes through his welterweight debut. Now, Connor had a different kind of debut. He's supposed to fight... Rafael Desanos for the lightweight championship. Uh, Rafael Desanos breaks his foot in training days or so before the fight. And, you know, Connor claims he hurt his vagina or whatever and loses round two rear naked choke. Now, if you look back uh, way back when, I guess at the last word on sports, I wrote an article saying that Connor was going to lose because he's underestimating how big Nate is. And about that weight cut, because Connor was cutting down to 155. Nate, who was on a boat somewhere doing shots of tequila, was uh, going to have to cut down to get to 170. So that is uh, that is significant. Al Iquinta sent me a message saying Fedor looked good. So, uh, oh, he's answering a, a message from... Uh, December 28th. Al, if you're listening, my brother, uh, someone tag Ally Quentin and tell him to come on the podcast. Maybe he'll do it. Just tell him to come on uh, Aaron's podcast right now. I'd love to have him. Tag him at Ally Quentin. Not Ally Quentin Realty. That'll get the wrong guy. That's me, unfortunately. So, yeah. Um, so, he was fighting a guy cutting down to 170 when Connor was on his way down. Barely, I think, I think he weighed like 167 coming into that fight. Uh, and he threw everything he could at Nate Diaz, so things, punches that would normally knock somebody down. Uh, Joe Rogan said Connor had a staph infection. Come on, no way. He, he, he punched himself out. He was doing all the wrong stuff. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> uh I don't know. It, I, I have Al's number if he wants to come in. Tag him on Twitter, somebody. I'm just curious. Um. Anyway, back to it. Yeah, so all kinds of things. And now you got Kavanaugh saying, Connors look better than ever right now. Connors training. Connors doing everything right. He says this before every fight. And then after the fight, well, Connor was barely in the gym. We were just passing by each other in, in this and that. Uh, so I don't... <laughs> and now I'm getting a text from my wife. She wants to make sure everything is set to record The Bachelor. Okay. Let, let me stop what I'm doing right now. I'm going to pause the podcast, and I'm, I'm going to shut down the live stream, and I'm going to check to make sure we're recording The Bachelor. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. Give me a break. I love you, honey. No. All right. So, uh, next up, Connor comes back. Kavanaugh is a yes man. Thank you, MMA Burn. Kavanaugh is a, is a yes man. I'm loving, I'm loving all the live, uh, all the live streaming things. I guess this is the kind of the prime time to do it. I, I got to remember that. Uh, so Connor comes back, fights Nate Diaz again at welterweight, and that's the end 
of Connor's welterweight career up until what's coming up on the 18th. Now let's look at Cowboy. After that win against Cowboy Oliveira, um, he goes on a tear. All, all of a sudden, he beats Patrick Cote, who at one time was a middleweight titleweight or title challenger to the great Anderson Silva. Okay, that's a big deal. This is all of a sudden he's beaten legit welterweights. Then Rick Story, uh, head kick. Matt Brown, head kick. Forty-four seconds to go. Uh, oh, you know, Sir Vanderbilt is making a point here that Nate won that second fight. Yeah, you might be right. Uh, Gabriel says connor has been exposed. He loses to most every top 10. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far, Gabriel. He says every top 10 lightweight and welterweight. He really, at lightweight, has only lost to Habib and uh, Joe Duffy, the underrated Joe Duffy. I don't think he'll ever beat Joe Duffy. Joe Duffy's a stud. Uh, I don't even know if he's fighting for the UFC anymore. Okay, so then head kicks a declining Matt Brown. I love Matt Brown to death. And then all of a sudden runs into who, you know, we didn't think was a legit welterweight either, George A. Masvidal. TKO, punches, round two. Nobody saw that coming. Donald didn't see that coming. Masvidal didn't see that coming. This is way back in 2017. Now, let's look at Connor more sporadically. After Nate Diaz, he comes back, beats Eddie Alvarez for the title. And guess what? He doesn't defend it. How about that? We don't see him in an MMA again for two years. Okay? Two years. What does he do in the meantime? He takes an exhibition bout against, maybe you've heard of him, pretty boy Floyd Mayweather. Now, I, like everyone else, had a huge party that night, had everyone over, and for about two rounds, I thought, oh my gosh, Connor may do it. And then Connor does what Connor does and punches himself out. And uh, I guess he wasn't efficient enough with his energy. What, it, it, he, he looked like he sucked down to really get down to that 154-pound weight limit. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. Connor is one-on-one at lightweight and welterweight. Okay, so good point, MMA burned. Um, so Habib then wins the title, okay, against uh, Al Iaquinta. Barely beat Al Iaquinta. Let's, let's be honest. Ally Quinta, you know, really should have won that fight. I'm just kidding. This is all jokes. But Al took that on short notice because I think if I remember correctly, someone threw a real estate sign through a bus. No, I'm getting that wrong. It was something else. It was Connor. Oh, Connor threw a dolly through a bus. I, I take that back. Uh, but uh, we got a little side combo going on that Tony would brutalize him with ease. I don't know. We're going to find out if this fight happens in April. It's in Brooklyn again. I feel like it's cursed to do this fight again in Brooklyn in April. Ugh. God knows what's going to be going on with Connor. Uh, I would love to see like a four-way type of dance deal going on in that April card. Uh, it should be enough time for Connor to recover. I would like to see Connor Gaethje if Connor beats Cerrone, which is a big if. Because I'm not feeling it. I'm, I'm just telling you, I'm not making a pick yet. But I don't think I'm feeling it just now. Big if. But what about a four-way dance here? Gaethje, Connor, Tony, Habib, um, and, you know, Al better show up at 155 pounds just in case he's got to fill in for, for a bunch of them. Yeah, I am a huge Al fan. If, if anyone managed to tag him on Twitter, let me know. He, he can hop in on my Periscope or just tell him to send me a direct message and uh, I'll get him on here ASAP, okay? 
Anyway, I, I, I should have asked him ahead of time. I, who knows when he's going to be around? Tony's going to bloody Khabib bad. All right. We'll see. We'll see. Let's see Mayweather. Listen, uh, Julia Shea says, let's see Mayweather fight McGregor on his turf at UFC. I'm going to be the first guy to say it. Well, I'm not going to be the first guy to say it. Connor would kill Mayweather in an MMA fight. Kill him. Okay? I, I mean, kill is, the, is like a nicer way of putting it. All right? Floyd's got hands. Don't get me wrong. All Connor's got to do is one calf kick. He's done. Um, now Cow- Cowboys beat Al bad. It was sad to watch. You know he did. He. You know what? And, and I'm going to talk about that here in a minute. I'm, I'm going to hold off on the Al Iaquinta Donald Cerrone fight. Um, and I'll get back to, to that in a minute here. Let's let's go over what's going on here. So after, of course, the MMA fight. We have, or I'm sorry, after the boxing exhibition fight, uh, we have Connor losing Habib round four. Then the big brawl. Dylan Danis got on TV, whoever that is. Good for you, Dylan. And uh, everyone wants to spend it for a long, long time. Connor starts punching old men and allegedly, allegedly fathering children to other women that aren't Devin. And uh, gosh, what else? What else has he done? Uh, there's, he smashed a kid's cell phone. All right. So I guess his, his record on the streets in is, uh, is two and oh, so he beat the old man and he beat the guy with the cell phone. I heard he's going to fight the guy that fought BJ Penn in the bar next. Just kidding. All right. So let's look at Cerrone. Okay. Cerrone all of a sudden after losing to Masvidal, which, uh, I thought, Hey, don't you be talking bad about Alan here, Gabriel. That's not cool. We don't do that here. We don't do that here. Uh, Al is a friend of the podcast. Thank you very much. And a fan of the Iaquinta Realty account, as it should be. And one of the most charismatic characters in all of MMA. As a matter of fact, all Al does is spinning heels and making deals. He is Long Island sweetheart and the world's most dangerous real estate agent. So we don't be talking bad about Al, okay? He will take you down and make you say escrow before you know it. The paternity test. I don't know. Who knows that paternity test was even real? The paternity test shows that Connor's not the father. Uh, Darth Vader is the father. Okay. Uh, So then after Donald gets beat surprisingly by Masvidal, he gets all, he goes all the way to a decision with Robbie Lawler, loses that, gets knocked the heck out by Darren Till, Takes a fight against Yancey Medeiros, who's now gone back to lightweight since then. Um, and he beats him via TKO. Uh, if you're on the radio listening to this in a repeat, we'll be right back after this message. Okay, something I had to do. Sorry, guys. Anyway, uh, loses to big Leon Scott. Um, did, unanimous decision. Did take him to the decision here. Um, sorry, Leon Edwards. Then, out of nowhere, beats Mike Perry, okay? There's obviously a lot more conversation here around Donald Cerrone, more so than Conor McGregor, okay? So he takes Mike Perry, gives him that sick uh, armbar submission. It looked like he was going to take his arm off. Then, all of a sudden, he decides he wants to cut down to lightweight, which I don't think is a bad idea. Here's a caveat, though. I don't think it's a bad idea if you take the time to do it. He goes all the way from November to January, not a whole lot of time, starches uh, 
Alexander Hernandez stops the hype train round two and then takes another fight January to May. I like the layoff here. Al I Quentin. Now fight I said I would get two guys. Now I'm not pulling any favorites here. Yes, he did beat Al I Quinta. Uh, but you know what? Al gave him some knocks, man. And and Al just gotta get in there and figure out what to do with these lanky guys like Dan Hooker and uh I, I, speaking of Dan Hooker, how that guy ever made 145, I, I'll never know. F- forget about that, all right? And, uh, you know, Al will figure it out, man. He's still young. He'll figure out how to get past these lanky guys. Don't worry. You don't worry about Al, okay? Um, so he does beat Al Iaquinta. Al Iaquinta gave him some knocks, though. And even after uh, Donald Cerrone takes a fight um, one month and four days later against Tony Ferguson, even Al Iaquinta said, my legs still hurt. I don't know how this guy's going out there. So, you know, Donald does what Donald does. Takes this fight too soon, in my opinion. Now, he may have won round two, but my God, he got his nose busted. They said it wasn't broken. I don't know how. He blew it, and all of a sudden, his eye blew out. Okay? It looked like he had a goiter growing out of the side of his head. It was gross. It, it, I've never seen anything like it. It was like one of those garbage pail kids commercials, or, uh, or, or playing cards, or whatever. Okay. Tony beats him. Now, fast forward, June to September. Is that enough time off? June, July. July to August. August, September. Three months, okay? I don't know. And let's forget. Now, this is the fourth time he's cut down to 155 pounds this year. January, May, June, September. I didn't like it. I would like that fight maybe November, December. Give him some time to recover because, you know, on a different day, I think Cerrone could beat Tony Ferguson and Justin Gaethje, you just never know. But man, he took that fight because he took that fight. I don't know. I, he did against a killer and Justin Gaethje, okay? So Justin Gaethje, who should have cemented himself after that win as the number one contender. Tony beat the living crap out of Cowboy. I don't know, Gabriel. I mean, he did that second round for sure. Um, and, and it was going to go to a third. I thought it was one and one. We'll see. You know, it, he didn't get to come back and answer the bell in round three, so... He blew his nose, and, and, and I guess that's what happens. Um, all right, so I guess no one got through to Ally Quinta. My bad. I, if I would have known he was around, I, w- I certainly would have brought him in on the podcast. So. My bad, Al. Sorry. Um, anyway, so beats Justin Gaethje. Now, what does Jace, Justin Gaethje get in return? Um, Tony would be a tough one for Cowboy. He, they fought now, man. D- uh, don't forget. Look that up real quick. Uh, and, and Tony beat him. Uh. Tony flows too well. You know, Tony's got that strange, strange, uh, that flow to him. And you're right. Mike Scott had a good point. Cowboy wanted that belt. But Cowboy taking these fights back to back to back now versus 10 years ago, it's a different deal. You're older. It's harder to cut that weight. He's got a kid now. He's dad Cerrone. Um, and you're right. These risks had paid off for him in the past. And uh, not so much, okay? And... So now, after getting beat by Tony, oh, you're right, a rematch would be tough. There's, um, you know, I don't know. It, it's crazy. It's crazy to me. I lost what I was saying here, but it's crazy to me that Gaethje is on standby here. He doesn't get this Connor fight. I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense. They're both coming off of losses, you know, Cowboy and uh, and Connor. But on the other hand. Number two and three in lightweight should be, I don't know who's who, um, Gaethje and Connor, of course, Tony being number one, um, you know, the champ's the champ, 
Tony's number one, Gaethje or McGregor's number two. Um, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Cowboy doesn't want that. Again. Cowboy wants, I, I disagree with you, Gabriel. I bet you Cowboy does want that. He probably wants that one back. Uh, and you're right. Servan DeBelt says timing is a big issue in the UFC. So I don't have my glasses on. And, and I love the uh, live interaction, by the way. Um, you could hear the little pops coming probably along the uh, uh, the stream. I, I got to figure out how to kind of disable that. So th- those are comments, and I appreciate each and every one of them. And we get a little better with the comments. I would love to start doing Q&As on these podcasts, okay? And uh, I will answer all your questions at the end. But... Um, now, as far as this fight goes, we're talking Cowboy. I'm only talking the main event. I'm not going to pick it. Next week, I will pick the fights uh, for UFC. Oh, gosh. I forgot what it was already. Oh, 246. And, um, but I'm not going to pick it right now, okay? I just think it's too close to call. I need some analysis. I want to see how these guys look You know, closer to weigh-ins. Of course, I want to watch the embedded. Who's talking the most... Smack, uh, you know, that matters, right? Maybe not. <laughs> we'll see. But, uh, yeah. All right. I will let you guys, real quick, everyone on the live stream, hop on. Tell me who wins, real quick, Cowboy or Connor. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say in the last few minutes of the podcast here. I had a little problem with my green screen back here. All right, of course now no one's a- no one's answering. Okay, okay. Uh, Tony one Gaethje two. Okay, Sir Vanderbilt says cowboy with the cowboy emoji. Perfect. What say you, Gabriel? You're on here. Did you say it earlier? I'm gonna I'll look it up here. Woo! No. Okay, I can't find it anywhere. Sorry. All right, Gabriel, really. Going forward here. Third round stoppage. I believe this is a five-round fight. But Gabriel calling it in the air. Third round stops. You're going to have to remember or remind me of this next week, man. Okay? And then Mike Scott says, Connor wins by knockout. Nathan Cruz says, Connor wins. Nathan Cruz on Facebook. I'm glad all my comments are working tonight. Uh, Juliari Chase says, Connor will win. Suck pick says, what's up? Suck pick, who's going to win? Connor or Cowboy? I'm asking, I'm asking. All right. Cool. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, we got we to gotta do the interactives more often for sure. And this has probably been one of my funnest podcasts to date. I love the interaction here. And we're going to call it uh, if nobody else has any fight opinions. So thank you, everyone. Facebook, YouTube. Periscope, MMA Fight Picks. You can uh, find more of the MMA Fight Picks and a little bit of who, uh, some underground things. Go to AaronSaysWhat.com. Click on the MMA Fight Picks tab. Kind of scroll down there. You'll see some neat little uh, underground uh, MMA accounts that I run. If you like Scott Coker, Dana White, and Ally Quinta. I'm just saying. And until next time. Oh, Mike says Tony or Khabib. Uh, I'm saying Khabib right now, but that could change. Until next time, this is Aaron Weimar of the MMA Fight Picks Podcast. Shalom. Please remember to support the podcast by visiting the affiliate links on AaronSaysWhat.com.